0: Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 888 835 8, 8, This is Learning with Leslie. In today's episode, episode 184, I'm going to be talking about how to offer coaching like a pro. I've started offering coaching and let me tell you, I dove headfirst into the process because I wanted to make this the most rewarding experience for my clients. So I did a ton of research and have been doing some serious fine-tuning to step up my game and help my clients accomplish more than ever. I've been extremely fascinated with this process. And I feel the need to share it with you because I've done this wrong in the past. And now I see what coaching can be like when it's done right. Um, so if you're looking for a way to make money with your blog while helping others one-on-one, this is the episode for you. And that's what I'm going to be talking about today. You know, one of the things I miss from from my teaching is you know being able to interact with students one on one, um, that is like the 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 thing that really just kind of gets me going. And when I when I when I was a professor in a doctor of physical therapy program, well, which I left you know just a few months ago, three months ago exactly, um. You you had that one on one interaction with the students. Not only did you teach in the classroom; the classroom is awesome. But then you have students that come by your office, and you can you help them through what whatever it is they're dealing with. Um, they come to lab, and you're working with them. I this is gonna sound kind of gross for some of you guys, or most of you guys. But I was an anatomy professor, so I taught anatomy, and we had our cadaver lab, and we were dissecting the cadavers, and you could kind of work with the students in small groups. You could work with the students individually and help them to really see the beauty of the human body. And that is something that, you know, I can't lie. I miss it. And, um, I, yeah, I think... I will always miss that, right, because I'm a natural teacher. That's what I really enjoy doing. So as I'm building what I'm building online, the great thing about it is that I get to teach. You know, I teach in this podcast. I teach on my blog. I teach in my university. I become a blogger university, and I'm doing a lot of teaching. But quite frankly, it's a little different because that teaching is one to many, Right? It's one to thousands or hundreds or what, depending on um, the medium. It, it's not as if you're working with people individually. And this is why coaching has been so. Interesting to me, and I always kind of wanted to get into it, but I said to myself, I'm not going to do it until I can do it well. I've actually dabbled with it in the past and I've done it wrong in the past, and I blame myself for that. But you know, now that I'm going through this process, man, I am enjoying it so much. You know, back in 2009, I started my online business in 2008 and I started blogging in August of 2008, between August and September, and um. Sometime in two thousand and nine, I I really wanted to step things out a bit, step step things up a little bit. So what I did was I hired a coach. I hired a business coach, and he was charging a thousand dollars a month. And I thought to myself, man, that's a lot of money, but I want to invest. Into myself and into my business, and I believe that this person can help me take things to the next level. Well, what was awesome about that was that I think within a week after that coaching session, I was able to make that thousand dollars back and then some, um, because what he did—he first of all, he saw the potential in me. You know, he—I he, had to go through this application process, and we'll talk about some of that. Um, but. Um, Really, there were so many things that I could do and I needed some help with just trying to figure out what to focus on. And he was able to get me to focus on launching a product. At the time, I was running a forum and I basically launched a premium version to the forum where you could pay, uh, I don't remember how much it was on a monthly basis, but then you get access to some premium features. I did that and I made the $1,000. And that to me was exciting. And that was the first time I was really exposed to this whole coaching thing. Yes, you know, I was a student and I had teachers that helped me and all that kind of stuff. But coaching specifically in this way this is the first time I had that experience. And I've always thought to myself that when I have the ability to do it, I want to do it because you get to work with people one-on-one. That is why, let me talk about why coaching I think is so great. Number one, you get to work with people one-on-one, and that's different than blogging, quite frankly. It's different than a course. It diff- it's different from my podcast, from the university, and I see the impact that it can have on individuals' lives. Now, I'm not going through this entire process to tell you, hey, I want you to sign up for my coaching because, quite frankly, by the time this goes live, um, I will have, well, most likely, I've accepted four people so far and three have paid. The other one is about to make payment and four is my max for right now. So it's not that I'm trying to sell you on this concept, um to join my coaching program, it's because I've gone through it and I think that if you do it the right way, it can really be extremely rewarding. So yes, you get to work with people one-on-one. It can be very rewarding, but it also allows you to generate revenue without having to first develop a product. All right, You don't have to make a bunch of videos. You don't have to write an ebook, You don't have to do all that kind of stuff. It is based on the knowledge that you already have have um, and that to me is awesome because it's a service based business you're offering a service you're offering coaching and quite frankly to a certain extent your mind is the product your mind is what you're selling um, and and that's just to a certain extent because really what you're selling is the result but you get the point You don't have to create it beforehand. Your mind is the product. You have a certain amount of knowledge. You have a certain amount of expertise, and that can help someone else. This is why I think coaching is awesome. Now, there's a downside to coaching. And that downside is really you're getting paid for your time and you only have 24 hours in a day. If you figure out how to add another hour in there, (laughs) let me know because, you know, that would be awesome. Well, not really, but you get the point. Um, But yeah, so... It, it's something where you you are it, you're, you're paid for the time that you are investing as opposed to a product where I can be sleeping and still making money So that's one downside um, and of course if you don't do it right it can be more of a headache than anything else all right so now, When it comes to coaching, this is how most people do it. You know, people want to get into coaching because they hear it's a good way to make some money. So what they do is um, they set up a time um, to, to meet on a call, maybe on Skype or on the phone. So they get on that call, they figure out what's going on during that call, and then they offer some advice. And then the person goes away and thinks, oh, that was great, or, oh, that wasn't worth the money, whatever the case might be. And that's how most people that I've seen go about coaching. And I've done this before. And when I did that before, I noticed that it wasn't as effective as I'd like it to be. And I decided, you know, if I'm going to do coaching now, now that I'm doing this thing full-time, I want it to be more efficient and more effective. Um, And quite frankly, with the system that I've come up with, I'm I'm so excited about it. I've thought to myself, man, I wish someone took me through this kind of coaching. And I've decided this is going to sound a little corny, right? But what I decided to do is to coach myself. Like I'm taking myself through the same process that I'm taking my clients through. I'm filling out the application form. I'm 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 filling out the stuff that I'm gonna be talking about, the worksheets that I'm gonna be talking about in a little while, and I'm gonna be meeting with myself twice a month. Um and you know, taking stock of where I am and what I need to be doing and all that kind of stuff. So I'm actually kind of excited. I know it sounds weird, but I'm excited about coaching myself because of the process that I've developed. And I want to share that process with you. All right, so let's go. If you're if you think coaching is something that you would want to do, um, this this is this is the episode you want to listen to because this this gets me excited. All right, so you want to be developing a process, okay? Now, and I've been going through this process of. De- uh, this process of developing a process. (laughs) I've been doing a bunch of research. I've been looking at other resources. I've been looking at a number of different blog posts and seeing what people are doing. And I kind of, you know, take a bit from here, a bit from there, add in some things that are specific to what I'm doing and all that stuff. But I want to walk you through these processes that I've set up, okay? So number one, what I want you to do is first and you might want to take notes on this you want to define very clearly the kind of coaching you're going to be offering and the outcomes you're going to help your clients achieve and you got to be very specific here not not i want to help my clients build bigger blogs or something of that i want you to be extremely specific as specific as you can about what your going to help your clients do. So for example, in my situation, I'm gonna be helping my clients increase their traffic, increase their email, the size of their email list, and increase their revenue. Those are the three things that I'm gonna be focusing on. Alright, someone comes to me, they apply and they go through all this stuff, and they're working with me, I want their traffic to increase, I want their email list to increase, and I want their money to increase. Those are the things that I am going to offer. Now, this is important not just because now you know what you're going to offer, but it's also important because now you know what you're not going to offer. You don't want to stray from that offering. You don't want to venture into other things that is is not your main focus because you want to be optimizing this process as much as possible. Now, I want to... Add in a little disclaimer because sometimes, quite frankly, you're going to be in hustle mode, right? <laughs> you just you need to pay the bill. So, you know, if someone comes to you and offers you X number of dollars to help them with such a, pro- a project that's beyond what you're going to be doing, I understand that sometimes you might be in a situation where you're going to take them up on that. For example, um, when I left the month that I left my job, I knew I was going to need some extra money. So what I decided to do is help someone that was setting up a membership site. That's not the type of coaching that I'm going to be offering. Well, it may be in the future, but that's not my main focus right now. But I needed the money. So I did the project. Uh, So I understand that. But for the most part, if you're trying to develop this process and you want to offer coaching, you want to be extremely clear about what you're offering so that you know all of the things that you're not offering. All right? So that's step number one. That's the first thing you want to be doing or thinking about. What is the kind of coaching that you're going to offer and what are the outcomes you're going to help your clients to achieve? Okay? The second thing that you want to be doing is you want to develop an application process. And in my mind, this is essential uh, because you, you, it, when you're offering coaching, your coaching isn't good for everyone. Your coaching isn't good for everyone. I don't care how smart you are. I don't care how much you know. It is not good for everyone. So this application process is going to help you to weed out um, the individuals that should not be going through your coaching. Yes, you want to be selective. Um, I I put out the announcement saying that I'm going to be doing coaching, and I got a number of applicants. And quite frankly, um, uh, I, I'm not offering, I'm not accepting everyone that applies. I've accepted less than half of the people that applies. Okay, so this application process, what you're going to be doing is coming up with a list of questions that your, your potential clients just need to answer. Because what this is going to do is it's going to give you an idea of where they are in their business. If you're doing business coaching, for example, um, whether you're, you're a good fit for, for each other, if they're a good fit for you, and if you're a good fit for them. All right, You do not need to be accepting everyone um, because if you accept the wrong person, quite frankly, it's bad for you and it's bad for them. Um, yes, you'll be making some money, but they're not going to be satisfied. You're not going to be satisfied. And this is something that I am saying based on experience. So you develop this application process that's going to be specific to the type of coaching that you're going to offer. And when people apply, of course, I want you to trust your gut, read through the applications um, and, and make a, an informed decision as to whether this person is going to work for you, work, with, work well with you, you're going to work well with them, and all that kind of stuff. All right, now, how do you do this? Um, what I've, I've used a, a, a plugin for WordPress called Formidable Pro. Formidable Pro, I'll link up to that in the show notes. You can find the show notes at slash. Episode 184. Um, and that's a, that's a premium plugin. but you can use a free thing, a free service like Google Forms. Uh, that doesn't cost you anything, and it gives you all the information. It doesn't format it in as pretty a way, but quite frankly, it doesn't matter. You get the information um, that you need. So the application process is going to be based on the 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 the, the 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 what you've decided is the type of coaching you're gonna be offering and the types of people that you want to work with. Okay, so that's the second element. All right. So once someone has gone through this application process and you think to yourself, you know what, this is someone that I would love to work with. The next thing is you need to get the relevant background information. And that is going to vary from business to business. But you want to have a good understanding of of who this person is and where they are. So um, the way I've done this is I put together a self-assessment worksheet. And in that self-assessment worksheet, they're going to be talking about, they're going to be letting me know what their goals are, what their challenges are, their strengths and their weakness, any ideas that they have in terms of how the coaching should run and ideas in terms of things they want to accomplish. Um, All of that, those types of things are what goes in this self-assessment worksheet. And then number two. A business overview worksheet, if you're doing business coaching like I'm doing right now, but if you're not doing business coaching, it might be, like, let's say you're doing life coaching, you definitely want to get that self-assessment worksheet and you want to get an overview of where they are in their life whatever that means. You know your uh you know your niche. Um so you want to g- whatever details you need to be well informed about who that person is, where they are, and what they're trying to accomplish. So with my business overview worksheet, I'm asking them things like what who is their target market? Um what are some other bloggers in their niche? What's their unique selling proposition? Their financials and all that kind of stuff because these are the things that we're going to need in order to to come up with a plan to improve and to help them accomplish their goals. Okay, so the third element is getting the relevant background information. And depending on your business, that might look different from mine. All right, the next stage, the next step, element number four is You want to do your research. Yes, you have this self-assessment sheet. You have this business overview worksheet. You want to go through those things in detail because, quite frankly, you don't want to go into the coaching session cold. You want to be prepared. You don't want to figure out where they are during the coaching session or you don't want to figure out, at least from scratch, where they are during that coaching session because that is a waste of their time and yours. You want your sessions to be as actionable as possible, so you've, done, you've gotten the relevant background information from them, and now it's time for you to do your research. So, number one, you go over the information that they've sent. Go over the worksheets. Um, one of the things that I also get from... Uh, my clients is I get access to their Google Analytics and then I go through their Google Analytics and I look at things like where is their traffic coming from, what's working, what's not working. All of these details are going to help me to really get a good understanding of who they are, what they're doing, what they've accomplished so far so that as we come up with a plan, it can be very relevant to what they're doing. Another thing that I've been doing is... I go through their website, and on their website, I'm going to be looking for the things that I know we're going to be working on. We're going to be looking on building their email list, right? So I'm going to look at what are they doing to build their list? What's their free giveaway? How are their calls to actions? I mean calls to action. Um in terms of monetization, do they have products for sale? How are they selling them? You know, those types of things. Do they have sales pages up? Do they have a shopping cart and all those things? I need to get a good overview of where they are, so I'm going to do my research. And that is something if you're not doing this, you're doing your clients an injustice because you're wasting their time. If they're paying you, let's say they're paying you $100 an hour or even, quite frankly, even $50 an hour or or $250 an hour, you want to make it worth it for them. And if you're trying to figure these things out on the call, you're wasting their time, all right? So do your research. Be intentional about doing that research. Okay, fifth element um, is the fifth thing you're going to be doing really is scheduling and having your first session. And this first session is going to be extremely important because this first session is where you're going to be kind of creating what what I call an individualized coaching plan because these are people that are paying you for one-on-one help, one-on-one support, one-on-one guidance, right? the guidance that you're going to give them shouldn't be identical to the guidance that you're giving someone else. It should be customized to that individual, especially um, like in my situation where, as of right now, they're paying $500 a month. You know, Eventually, it'll be $1,000 a month and mo- probably even more than that um, depending on when you're listening to um, this call. So if that individual is, is paying that much, you're going to be creating an individualized coaching plan for them. All right? And that's what the main goal of this first session is. So how are you going to be doing this? Number one, you're going to be discussing what are their goals and expectations. They've filled out, the, this fill, they've filled out that self-assessment worksheet, and you're going to kind of be going through those things and talking about their goals and expectations um, and, and, and kind of teasing out some of the important elements that maybe they might not have put in um, that self-assessment worksheet. So you can ask them further probing questions to clarify, to give more guidance. When they're talking about those goals, and you want to make sure, um, and we'll talk about that, you want to make sure that the goals are good goals. And when I say good goals is they're measurable and realistic. We'll get to that in a second. Um, so discuss the goals and expectations. Number two, the responsibilities. Um, what are they going to be responsible for? And what are you going to be responsible for? Uh, exponsible? What's responsible? Exponsible. <laughs> Responsible for right? Um, who will do what? Are you going to be, you know, giving them tech support? Are you going to be the ones that the one that's actually setting up the things that you're talking about, or are they going to be doing it? Or are they going to be responsible for getting people to do those types of things? You want to be extremely clear because if there's any confusion on this. Um, and the expectations, the responsibilities are not clearly stated, they could be expecting something from you that you don't even know that they're expecting, and when you don't give it to them, they're disappointed, and vice versa. If you're the one, for example, in my situation that's really providing the guidance, the insight, and and um, teasing out stuff that they should be working on based on their goals, um, then you want you want to know that. You want them to know that and understand how it all comes together. All right? So the responsibilities and expectations for each other, um, you definitely want to be clear on that. And then I mentioned this already, but I want to go into this even more in even more detail. You want to make sure that you set measurable and realistic goals. The question here is this: How will progress be measured? If there's no way, you're not clear on how this progress can be measured, you might think, oh man, we're making so much progress. And they might think, man, I'm not accomplishing anything because you have not clearly stated what your goals are in a measurable and realistic way. So for example, um, I just met with my first coaching client yesterday and we spoke about some specific revenue goals. Over the next three months, I want to achieve to grow my income from A to B. I want to grow my list from A to B. Um, and 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 we talk about the fact that, okay, we're going to set normal goals, measurable and realistic goals that we think, okay, we can definitely do this. And then we're going to um, set some stretch goals. What would things look like if, you know, things just went extremely well? At least now you're very clear on what we're trying to do. Accomplish, and you can see if my list is a 1,000 and my goal is to grow it to 1,500 over the next three months, you can see, did I hit that goal? Yes, I did. Great, this is working. Did I not hit that goal? Uh, well, I got uh, 1,450. That's not bad. It's not exactly what I was trying to accomplish, but at least I see the progress. All right? So you want to have those types of discussions. And then um, in this first session, you want to be talking about how are the rest of the sessions going to be conducted. Um, and for me, for example, I have a very specific agenda um, and and uh, we'll talk about some of that in a little bit. But you have a very specific agenda. If that's the case, you want to talk about that um, as you're going through. And we'll talk about that agenda uh, next. Okay, so that's... That, those are really the main things when it comes to going through this process of getting coaching clients. But now I want to talk about running your coaching sessions. How do you do that? And then number two, I want to give some ninja tips. And then lastly, we're going to talk about how much should you charge. All right? Sweet, let's do it. So in terms of your coaching sessions, this is the format that I've decided to use based on some of the research that I've done, looking in multiple places. Um, When we get on a coaching session, there are, it's going to be an hour in length, and the first thing we're going to start with is the greeting. It's kind of like a warm-up section, right? Um, Where we're going to, I'm going to welcome the person, we're going to briefly, you know, talk about, you know, just, you know, how do you welcome someone? Hey, how you doing? How's everything going? Great. Uh, It's good to have you on the call, and today we're going to be looking at XYZ, okay? In this section, you might want to have an opening discussion question. Um, If you have that, you can kind of state that question at the beginning, and that's going to be kind of like what's going to be guiding you through this process. So in my first session, the, the opening question is always, from the book, the one thing. What is the one thing you can do such that by doing it, everything else becomes um, easier or unnecessary? That's kind of a question. That's kind of like an underlying theme in my coaching. Um, and you know, depending on the coaching session, you might have a different question, but you can f- state that in the beginning. Okay, so once you've done that whole greeting and warm up stuff, you want to you know review. What has been done? It's kind of a summary of the issues, review of progress. Um, uh, you, the, uh, in the last session, you guys decided on some action steps, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, how did how did that individual do with those action steps? Um, what problems did they encounter? What successes did they have? That's where you're going to be looking at what you've what has been done, and then the next step is you're going to be discussing how to move forward. Okay, so. Now that we've seen what has been done, let's talk about where we're going to next. And then you're going to be defining very specific action steps. What are the things that your client is going to need to do between this session and the next? Um, What are the things that you're going to need to do between this this session and the next? And then after that, you're going to go into your cool down and prep for next session. So you're kind of closing things off. You know, this isn't one of those things where, okay, it's um, uh, it's an hour-long session. We're at minute number 59. So let's, uh, okay, uh, we're going to wrap things up. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. No, you want to you wanna close it in a way where it's not rushed. So you want to prepare for this. All right, so you're kind of closing things down. You're going to say, okay, um, let's schedule our next session that's going to be in two weeks or it's going to be in a month or in a week, depending on how often you're offering that coaching. So those 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 elements are in your coaching sessions, number one, your greeting and warm-up. Number two, summary of issues, review of progress. Number three, discuss how to move forward. Number four, you're defining your action steps. And number five, you're gonna go into your cool down and prep for next session. You ready for the ninja tips? Because I'm ready for the ninja tips. Oh, I'm excited about ninja tips. These ninja tips are helping me so much. Okay, ninja tip number one. We got how many? Two, four, five ninja tips. Ninja tip number one. Create detailed email templates, all right? This th- these are kind of like canned messages, but they are extremely useful because you know what? Quite frankly, if you're gonna reply to every um, applicant to every person, just you know with whatever comes to mind at that time, you're gonna miss out important elements, and that's not something that you want to do. So as you go through your first session, um, you want to come up with some templates that you're gonna use. Not that you're just gonna copy and paste everything, but you're gonna have at least all of the major things copied. I mean, major things in those templates so that you can add the, the, the customized details. Um, and I actually just started using a, a plugin for Gmail that's called Yesware. You can check it out at yesware.com. Um, it's free. I mean, they have some paid accounts too, but I'm using the free ones right now, and it's pretty cool because what you can do is you can create categories and then put templates in those categories, and those templates then become searchable. You can either select them or you can search for um, your, you know, your application approval um, template, and then just insert it you can set specific fields what that you can customize so you could have it say hi name and then when you're going to add the template you just click on that and you put the name of the person you can click on whatever you set up and add some additional details and it's pretty awesome I love it um, another thing I like about it is you can see you can track those emails so if you send it to a client and you see that they haven't opened that email in two weeks you know that there's a problem and you might want to follow up with them. And that allows you to track those emails. So that's Ninja Tip number one. Ninja Tip number two. Ninja Tip number two is create a folder for each client In Google Drive, you can do it in Google Drive or Dropbox or any one of those programs. But what I like about this is, for example, my self-assessment form, my business overview worksheet, I have it in those folders. And I create kind of like a template folder and anytime I get a new client, I just copy that folder and make one for them with their name. And what that does is anytime they're updating um, their information or uh, or Um, adding stuff, you can see what they're doing and that helps you to keep track of what they're doing. That helps them to have this centralized location where they can keep track of everything. Um, number three, have an agenda for each meeting uh, where you and the client can put items to discuss. So, the agenda that I spoke about, you know, the greeting and warm up, the summary of issues, the discussion on how to move forward, I let my clients know that they can add things in there that they want to discuss under these different sections. All right, so if they want to summarize their issues and they put that in that Google Docs file, um, I can see that even before I come to the coaching session so we're going to waste less time. So that's ninja tip number three. Ninja tip number four, Follow up each session with a recap and an action sheet. So if yesterday you had a a coaching session or today you had a coaching session, follow that up with, hey, here's what we discussed. It was great uh, talking to you yesterday or today. This is what we discussed. These are your action items. I'm looking forward to seeing what you accomplish. That is Awesome. And number five, record your calls and provide them as a bonus. Why not? If you're doing a Skype call, you can record it. Record it. Sorry. Record. I just went straight Caribbean on you. <laughs> well, you can record those calls and provide it as a bonus. How do you record calls? If you're using Skype on a Mac, you can use Call Recorder. If you're on a PC, you can use Pamela. And I'll have links to that in the show notes. Lastly, I want to talk about a question that I know you're going to be thinking about. How much money should you charge for your coaching? I'm not going to tell you. I'm not. But I'm going to give you some things that you want to think about in making a decision about how much to charge. Thing number one, how much of your time will it take? You know, if you're offering coaching, let's say you're offering two hours of coaching a month, like I'm doing, right? How much time does it take you to prepare? Is it going to take you two hours to prepare for each session? If so, that adds another four hours, so that's six hours. Okay, so if it's six hours of your time, how? At what, what is your hourly rate? And based on that, you can really just extrapolate and say, all right, so this is how much I'm gonna charge. So that's one way you can do it. So how much of your time will it take? What is your hourly rate? Is your hourly, hourly rate $20, or $50, $100, $200? I don't know, how much is your time worth? And you can use that in at least giving you an idea of how much you should be charging for coaching. Next thing. So number one, how much of your time will it take? Number two, what's your hourly rate? And you make a calculation based on that. Number three, What are your competitors charging? Look around and see what others are charging. Um, Because when you calculate your your hourly rate and how much time it will take, and you look around, you might see that everyone else is charging five times as much as you're charging. And that will tell you, okay, I can increase my prices even though this is how much I can expect to receive based on my hourly rate. Or if everyone is charging significantly less, you can take that into consideration also. I'm not saying that because everyone is charging more, you should charge more. or because everyone is charging less, you should charge less. But you want to be informed about these things to to make an informed decision, all right? So how much are your competitors charging? And number four, this is the last one. This is a very important one to think about. How much money will you save or make your client? How much will your consulting sessions, your, your coaching sessions, how much is that worth in terms of how much money it can save them? Or how much money it can make them? And you want to take those into consideration um, when it comes to your coaching. Man, that was a whole lot of details. Um, but let me start my music. I hope you got some value from that. When I went through this process, um, for me, it was extremely valuable. And setting this up, now I feel I feel more like a coach than I ever did before. Um, and I hope this does help you if coaching is something that you're thinking about offering. Hey, if you are interested, this is strange because I told you that my, my slots will most likely be full, but if you're interested in getting coaching by me, you can go to coachingwithleslie.com. Um, depending on when you go there, you might see different things, but what you will see definitely is an application form, and you can apply. Um, and if all of my slots are full, then you know you're going to get on a waiting list. Um, so you can go ahead and do that. If I approve your application, you'll be on a waiting list. Um, and then you'll be one of the first to know when I do have a new slot open. Um, so, yeah, Leslie.com And I'm excited about this stuff because I get to work with people one-on-one. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, of course, if you are enjoying this podcast, please um, consider going to iTunes. Becomeablogger.com slash iTunes. And then you can leave a review. And your reviews really just help to get exposure for this podcast. And lastly, freebloggingvideos.com if you want to get your blog started and you need help. I got a free course there for you. So that's it. Take care and God bless. 888 eight, 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 eight,